Blog Talk Radio. So. From Miami to oh, the yeah. Bay okay. Ladies, this your song right. I'm calling out When I get her here, yeah. no, I'm gonna party. Okay. She listens to gigs, she been talking the hardest. So when I press up on it, I don't want you pressing charges. Hey, look, I beat the pussy up like a dog in a park. She said the best friend Nikki's kinda on a menage. But when I put the thing in, she got a little chicken. I said, get with it, baby, it's the loyalty card. Right. You can swipe it. You should call me suicide dick. Already knew I was gonna kill it when I sniped it. Free really make it splash when I dive in. Women know the status. She don't fuck with rappers. But I'm getting money, that's the only thing that matters. Girls around the world swing my dick across the atlas. Split her in the middle like I hit her with the hammer. I'll be the beat it up. I know, yeah. I'll be the beat it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll be the beat it up. Knock it out of the ring Got a tapping out from my locker in my pin Hit her with the bedrock, figure for a leg lock Load up my love gun, hit her with a headshot But I ain't trying to make you bleed tonight No way let me give you that peace of mind I'ma have you on your knees like Jesus Christ It be that domino effect like it's pizza time And you know I gotta get slashed Cold enough to take life Beat the pussy up like Rocky on his tenth fight Bustable buses out here M vice I don't mean sleep when I tell her that it's bedtime Let her write the W She said I'm that rich guy Now she's saying that Don't go It's my best rhyme Shut up like I'm dead At least you got a sex life Left her feeling low But I'll take her to her next high up, 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 up. to the For Merlo Show here on Blog Talk Radio, where I am Merlo. What's up, everybody? It has been yet another week since I have been able to grace y'all with my sweet presence. Yes, I know y'all missed me highly last week when y'all was holding it down up in here. And that right, Mr. Two Bipolar. Yes, sir. Uh, you're supposed <laughs> to agree. You're supposed to be like, no, nah, we did just fine without you. That's okay. <laughs> you ain't falling to the joke. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, yeah, so we have a full house yet again tonight. We're going to see if we can manage this properly tonight. Um, just want to go ahead and get some quick general house rules before we jump off into the show tea time. Now, tea time with us uh, is where we talk about everything that's current, everything that's past, gossip, things of that nature. It's just tea time, chill night. We don't really have a guest on the show tonight. It's just we're just parlaying with each other, eating cookies, turning up the glasses, and things of that nature. So that's what the topic is. want to give a special shout-out to all of our listeners that are listening in on the chat room. We see you, and especially the ones that are actually called into the live show. Just remember, if you're going to participate in tonight's show, make sure you press the one button and you will eat until you be screened. After you have spoken, press that number one button yet again so that you can be off of the host queue so we can, you know, see what's really going on. All right. Did I cover everything? Uh, that's enough. <laughs> oh, that's enough. <laughs> okay. All right. So we're going to go ahead and unmute Miss Vanilla Sky. What's up, Miss Vanilla? You forgot at tea time we also eat chicken. 
Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the tea I time we actually, eat chicken. I do have a piece of chicken that I got from the carryout early. You're absolutely this, right. Do you? Oh my good. I knew it. I knew it. See. I know these things. Oh my god! I, I miss y'all so much. <laughs> we miss you. Oh. Too. It's hot in here. Is it, are y'all hot? No. You just had too much chicken. Mm. No, I think it's the liquor. More like the cup is full. That's probably what it is. <laughs> 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 All right. So we're going to go ahead and unmute another co-host, uh, Mr. Mike D., our commentarist for our SUSS Sunday. What's up, Mr. Mike D.? Hello, people. How are you this evening? Hello. I'm good. I'm great. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And I'm sober, nope. so I guess life will be okay. Oh. It sucks to be you right now. <laughs> oh. All right, I ain't gonna be I, guess. Too, I ain't gonna be too bad to you tonight. I'm gonna be nice. All right. <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and jump right into our topic for tonight, uh tea time with the Fermerlo team. Uh the first thing that I wanted to talk about tonight or actually put out there for you people that are unaware of what happened today. Um so we lost another great um person in the entertainment industry here in America by the name of what? Ruby D. Yes. Um, basically, she died at the age of 91. Um, she was well known for being in the, uh, in the movie Raising in the Sun, the Jackie Robinson story, uh, Do the Right Thing, American Gangster, and Buck of the Preacher. Um, she was also nominated for her performances in Gangster, and she won an Emmy and Grammy for other works that she's done. So we just want to take this moment, time out, and just reflect on anything that you can remember. Um, does anybody have anything they want to say? The, the most prominent work that I can remember would be the one about Raising in the Sun. I remember watching that in middle school and high school. <laughs> And at the time, I was like, why are we watching this? It's in black and white, and but you really had to really get down and deep into it to understand the moral of the story. But it was it was a great movie as I watched it as an adult then, you know, I understood it. So anybody else want to comment? I can respect the motherfucker that's been old my whole entire life. <laughs> Let me stop, though. But then Ozzy oh, Davis gosh. died last year. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> Who? I think her husband died last year. Ozzy Davis. Yeah, he, he died like, in like 2005, son. Yeah. Really? Is that long ago? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's been about that long. February around oh. that time. I think his name was it Ozzy. Yes. Yeah, it was Ozzy Davis and, and Ruby D. Yeah. Yes, indeed. All day long, cute couple. Mm-hmm. All right. So, moving right along. Um, so, apparently, Tuesday and Wednesday, uh, there were some solar flares that had went off of the sun. Uh, they traveled approximately 4 million miles an hour. This was basically the speed of the flares. And they're scheduled to end tomorrow morning. So if you're able to Google it, I advise you to Google it because you could see the flares just firing. It, it was I just thought it was amazing. I had to drop my lip. You know, I was just like, that was just crazy. And it's a possible disruption that could occur, which actually they said that occurred yesterday between the hours of 7 and 9 a.m. in which cell phone service was, you know, interrupted as well as, possible power grid so they're hoping that tomorrow you know everything is okay because the flares weren't directed towards the earth it was directed somewhere else out of space or whatever the case may be but how is it directed if we're still in rotation around the sun it still can possibly hit us you know hypothetically so 
that's my piece on that. Do you guys have any thing that y'all can remember about the last solar storm we had and where we lost power and communication? Well, I don't have anything about that, but you know, tonight is the honeymoon. It only happens like once every hundred years. So at like 12, 11 a.m. tonight, the moon is supposed to look like a golden ball hanging in the sky, and it's like super close to the earth. Ooh. Did you just tell us to look out the window like we don't know to look out the window? I'm going outside. You might be too drunk, though. You might be too drunk. <laughs> Will you go outside you and take pictures for me so we can tweet? What? <laughs> How am I going to get hurt? <laughs> What were you gonna say, Vanilla, before he cut you off? I don't, man. I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't even know. Mm, mm, mm. Oh. So last week, y'all actually had the guest comrade on the show. Um, I was a little disturbed because my song never got played, my questions never got asked. So we're gonna have to have that guest back on the show. So could y'all just? Sum it up or give me a brief review of what happened and what y'all talked about, what you found out about the artist. Well, first of all, you kept saying, don't play my song till I'm back. Remember that? I remember. Okay. So that's probably why your song mm-hmm. didn't get played because your ass Ooh. never came back. So anyway. Um, <laughs> you wait a minute. Anyway, he just talked about, no, listen, he talked about, you know, himself in school and how he saw how his schools didn't have everything that they needed. And to me, just, you know, someone that young to be able to notice things like that and then try to make a change about it is amazing to me. So, Okay. Mr. About... Two Bipolar. And then he gets quiet because he's scared to talk. And <laughs> another one bites the dust. <laughs> oh, look who decided to call in and join in tonight. Unbelievable. Welcome Ooh. to the show. How are you? Hello. Hello? Don't you start that yeah. tonight. Nah, I've been on the line. Y'all ain't never clicked me in. I called from a different, like from a 443 number. Oh, I've been on the line since 859. Yeah. Well, how, how are we supposed to know that that's you? You need to let me know. <laughs> that's our co-host, Miss Absolute, y'all. Say what's up. What's happening, y'all? What's up, y'all? <laughs> oh, I don't get no love. Okay, well, fuck y'all then. Oh, hello. <laughs> well, fuck y'all, then. That's, that's how I feel. Oh, y'all. <laughs> besides, besides Merlo and Corny, fuck all y'all but the rest of y'all. And I'm still on the show. What's good, DMV? Oh, my God. I oh. thought she said somebody's name specifically, so I was waiting for the person to answer that I was sitting there. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Nobody said anything. <laughs> My bad. Hello, absolute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Man. So yeah. Did you have anything that you wanted to talk about on based on the things that we've already talked about? Let's get personal. No, space. I was listening to um uh, to y'all about Miss Ruby D, and I just wanted to say rest in peace. That's all. That's about it. We got right. we got somebody else on our line too. Merlo, you see that? Make it do what it do, or you want me to do it? I can do it. <laughs> we know you can. <laughs> Miss Lady Rerun. Hold on. Uh-huh. Hello, Hello. from Merlo team. Hey. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hey, I know, I know I've been a little missing in action lately, been having some stuff going on, but I'm back. 
Okay. She's really a fruitcake, y'all. She's really a fruitcake. Yes, she is. <laughs> oh, lady, what is going on with this boot camp, honey? While I have you on the air, I have to blast you. You know, I blast everybody every now and then. So what, I, yes, what's really I know you have to blast me. I know you have to blast me. I'm just, I'm just getting all of the, uh, all of the paperwork and legal parameters together to make okay. sure that, um, that, that, that I have everything that is needed for the boot camp, so that these artists who join our program, and it is, it is a, a, a firm Lady Rerun Entertainment collaboration project. Woohoo! Very excited about that. But um, I'm just making sure that I have that I have um, crossed all the T's and dotted all the I's. But we we will be hitting the ground running very 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 soon. So y'all artists out there who want to be industry ready, get ready for the Lady Rerun Entertainment and for Marlo Entertainment presents the Artist Development Boot Camp. Get ready. Because I'm telling you, it's going to be something else. It's going to be detailed. It's going to be intricate. And people are going to learn a lot and going to really, truly be industry ready. So. Y'all, y'all, y'all not ready. Y'all, y'all not ready. I'm telling you, y'all not. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I love. You ready? I love to put people up into shape. Don't I, Mike D? What? You know what? I said I as love. As long as somebody people. fights at the end. <laughs> First of all, don't nobody tell me what to do. I do what I want. Ooh. I know that's right. <laughs> I see the light. Well, everybody the worst employee on the planet. <laughs> well, that's just me. <laughs> oh my goodness, myself. he's really not the worst employee. He's really a good dude. He's really a good dude. He just he will challenge you, so you just be ready. <laughs> All right. Oh, so, um, oh, but Ruby D, rest in peace. Oh, I mean, she she is such an icon. Uh, just such an icon. Like, oh my God, I'm I'm just. I mean, when I found out Maya Angelou had died, uh, what what was it last week? Right. I. Mm-hmm. My heart dropped. I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, I love, um, um, I know why the cage bird sings and and just her, her poems and her books. I've read every single one of her autobiography, like every single one of them. I've absorbed those books. I read those books as a teenager. Like, it's, I'm... Yeah, like I mean, we are losing great, great iconic people, real people, people that yep. have lived lifetimes. Do you know how much lifetimes those two women have lived? Like those two women have accomplished so much in their lifetime, and That's true. it's yeah, it's something else. It really is. <laughs> All right, so we're going to take a, a brief moment off the soapbox <laughs> before we all bust out into tears. And we're going to talk about something that actually happened on to, was it today, I believe. Yeah, I think it was today. Uh, well, basically, H.W. Bush decided to go ahead and free fall. No, not really free fall, y'all. He did a parachute thing on his 90th birthday. Uh, so he jumped out. And, you know, he does it like every five years, and they're saying that that's probably what's keeping his longevity, him jumping out of shit and stuff like that. And I'm just like, that's that's crazy. But they had someone else with him, you know. But what happened if he would have hit the ground and his little legs didn't catch him? I mean, I mean you got to think about this stuff. When these people get old like that, you, you become a little bit frail. You know, you're in a wheelchair one minute and you jumping out of parachutes. You know, I, I don't know what you be thinking. Absolutely not. I'm <laughs> just ahead. saying, they're torturing the shit out of that old man. Because when was the last time you heard him say something? He don't even speak anymore. But they pushing him out of airplanes. 
That's all George W. Bush. <laughs> you ain't going to be shit. He's going to call this motherfucking place. But that doesn't make any sense. When was the last time you heard him utter a sentence? He just sit there and quietly look at the people. Hmm. And there was some talk that like he had Alzheimer's or something like that. Well, he remembered he wanted to jump out of plane. Remember that much? I mean... I don't know. Maybe he is telling the truth. You know, when was the last time you heard him speak? Maybe they did push him out. Okay, this is five years. Let's go. You know. And he just keeps living. <laughs> Push my ass out there. Let me see how many years I gain. <laughs> this motherfucker keeps surviving. I don't know, but it's weird. <laughs> wow. Mm-mm. So um, if you haven't caught up on the news, so Hillary Clinton, she was talking with NPR, and she snapped on the uh, the reporter. Basically, the topic came up of same-sex marriage. So basically, uh, she told the reporter that you were playing with my words, and the reporter was like, well, I'm just trying to understand and get clarification on how you really feel about the same-sex marriage topic. So apparently – she was opposed to the idea, but now she's in favor of it. And basically she was just saying she did it for political reasons. And she said at the moment or at the time that she actually spoke about it, they were like dead broke or flat broke or whatever the case may be. And they were struggling to like find housing when they left the White House or whatever. But I don't remember anyone or I don't remember her struggling like talking about it. You know, it was like, okay, can you get back to New York and that's the fuck she did. But you know, those are her words. But what are y'all thoughts about that? We're we're giving comments based on political reasons versus <clears throat> of how we truly feel. Now another rumor is she's thinking about running for president or she is running for president in this upcoming term. Listen here, honey, if you can't be real the first time with whatever the fuck you're talking about and you have to retract statements and change opinions based on political reasons, I can't trust you to secure this nation. And that's my point. But everybody lies all the time, every day. And they won't tell you they did it for political reasons, but you don't Don't lead the free world, motherfucker. <laughs> you stand on a very small soapbox. I but uh, this is what I'm gonna say about that. And uh, she's full uh, of shit, and they just prove she'll then, say whatever to get what she wants. And uh, then, well, yeah. okay, her her version of struggling, like uh, struggling, is not going for is not going from an 18 bedroom house to a seven bedroom house. Uh, yeah, that's, a, that's not struggling. No, I want to struggle like that. Exactly. <laughs> I want to struggle just like that. Really, really, they were struggling really, struggling. really, yeah, whatever. Right. Yeah, well, yeah, he was struggling. Mm-hmm. Bill Clinton moved to Harlem. He knew where the fuck he wanted to go. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I want this like, nah, I'm going to Harlem. I'm going to Harlem. <laughs> Shit. But, but all politicians lie. Yeah, they do. They lie to get what they want. Um, I don't know if I believe that she's opposed to to gay marriage. I mean, I don't know. Whatever folks should vote, but absolutely. People still want. What's up? You late, honey? She was uh, opposed. So she said. Yeah. Now she says she's for it. Well, if she was, then that means she still is. You don't just change your mind just like that. That's like a person saying, oh, well, I didn't like, I, you know, I didn't like him because he was black. But now, you know, my best friend's black. Well, my best friend's white. You know, you know what I'm saying? That is lies. I still don't like that shit. I oppose all marriage because it sucks the soul from people. I don't think anybody huh? should get married. I said I oppose all marriage. Oh. Period. Point blank. Are you married? And that's why you are still single today. No. Uh, and a motherfucker. And will be. And will be. <laughs> it is a choice. There's nothing wrong with being single. You got options. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 
Okay, so you oppose all marriage, but it's, it's, it's okay. You oppose all marriage, and that's just a whole nother ball of wax. But do you oppose? But do you oppose the option of someone? I mean, just because you oppose all marriage, does that mean you you feel like that no one should get married, or that marriage marriage should be outlawed altogether? Like, well, what's up with that? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not an extreme person. I'm just saying I'm not getting married at all. Mm. Period. Get that. Everybody I know who's married hates the person they with. Ooh, like, so sad. That's the way the world is now. That's so sad. That's probably because they married them for the wrong reasons. I know people that's married that love the person that they with, even through the bullshit. True. So, you know. But nowadays, you know what I'm saying, it's not like our mothers and grandmothers where they stayed married for 80 years and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nowadays, niggas getting married, niggas getting married off the internet. You know what I'm saying? Well, I met this nigga a, a month ago, and we getting married. That's not no fucking love. That's exactly why marriage don't mean shit now. I ain't never getting married why? You know what I'm saying? Well, I think it was craziness when when they got rid of um, blood testing, cause now you don't even oh, have to yeah. show proof that um that that, that, that the person you're marrying is not your cousin or your <laughs> or your, your sister secretly. Oh my God! Secretly or whatever. I remember that would be so bad. That would be some horrible shit to find out after you're married. Oh my God! Yeah. Yeah. Well, the funny so, thing I mean, is, I know someone right now that actually had a child with their cousin, and they didn't uh-huh. know it was their cousin because the family is yeah. so distant with keeping in touch with each other. But yes, um, she had a and they didn't know her it. baby daddy is her cousin. Uh, oh, I would be fucking. Oh wow! I, I'll be devastated. Oh, uh-huh. mm-hmm. is it? A first cousin, second cousin, or cousin by marriage? It Mary. doesn't matter. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. It's, it's a cousin. cousin. <laughs> it's blood. It's all nasty. <laughs> yeah, oh, nasty, wow. If it's a first cousin, that's a whole extra level of nasty. Y'all share the same DNA. Mm. Oh, y'all well, first, uh, well, first well, of all, it's not like they were doing it. talk on that one. <laughs> Back in the UK, where the English were marrying their cousins, and 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 you know, in France and all of this other stuff, which were cousins, that that shit is nasty. Talking about some that's why all the motherfuckers were taught it. I mean, but what did they do in Adam and Eve days? Well, that was different. God was in the mix of that. God was in the mix of that. I just gotta know. I don't know. But nowadays, I mean, you know, believe me, fuckers <laughs> tripping, marrying their cousins and fucking their sisters and brothers. What type of shit is that? Yeah. Well, I don't care about the first cousin or the trip cousin. We still family. I have a, a, a question: Is she still with her child's father, or did no. she just stop fucking him when she found out that was her cousin? Um, <laughs> they're not together. <laughs> <laughs> so like, oh, I can't answer the other one. She's still with us no more. No. Hell. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So um. Color for they not together, but they're still fucking. Yes. <laughs> on that note, yeah. lady, rerun. <laughs> We're gonna go into the song that I wanted to hear last week. Um. So please place your phones on mute so that we don't hear anybody building houses in the background. This one is called Ready by Comrade. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Man, I'm just a rebel, riding with my rebella Breaking every law, if they catch us, it's a stellar Recording every move, we release it, it's a stellar And I got the best, I couldn't get any better Are you ready for this move? Are you ready for this move? I'm so ready for your move, girl. Where all the 
People having sex with their cousins, aunts, and uncles, and all that other good stuff. Um, how it's just nasty. Trifling, and then somebody said they actually like it. Right, Mike D? You said you like it. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Want to give a quick shout out to the entire uh, Power Circle. Um, DC Entertainment for holding it down last week. We appreciate it. Thank you very, very, very much. And helping with Miss Vanilla Sky, Miss Absolute, and Mr. Two Bipolar in my absence. Also want to give a quick shout out to Miss Spoken Black in her absence as well. Um pretty much um actually you you talk about it, Vanilla Sky, what's going on on this Saturday. <clears throat> well, this Saturday there will be a jazz and poetry festival in Tackett's Mill no, it's, not, it's in the Tackett's Mill Shopping Center in Woodbridge, Virginia. 
It's from three to six. And I will be performing, and so will Miss Spoken Black. And it should be good. There'll be drinks and food and everything, so come on out. Right. Always moving, always shaking. Now, I hope you're not going to read any of that exotic poetry, especially the Boom Boom Room. <laughs> no, none of that. It's a family event. I can't do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no boom boom uh, going on there. Okay. All right. So um, something that y'all didn't know, or some of us did know, but um, it seems as though uh, cell phone studies have shown that it could affect men's fertility. Um, meaning, don't be wearing your cell phone around you on your waist. You know, I really don't wear it on. I put my cell phone in my on my back pocket. So does this mean that my ass gonna get smaller? <laughs> From the radiation. I'm gonna start doing that. That's not the way it works, right? Well, I mean, because you know, you got women that put it in their breasts, and then you know they no, could be susceptible to breasts. Go ahead. If it's in that general area, the the microwaves are going all through your body. Like mm-hmm. cell phone usage is slightly dangerous. Mhm. I mean, that's really all I have to say. And there's a study that says it might cause brain tumors or something too. When you hold, the yeah, we head. keep using them. Right. Yep. About to retire my shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's about to be a whole lot of fucked up motherfuckers because we will die for our phone. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Wait a minute now. Hold on. I didn't catch that. Hello? Nah, I said people right. go all the way back home to get their damn cell phone. We're not going to call no names. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> I am well, not all like, I can't even say it. I can't even say it. Like I'm gonna have to be late because this is nonsense. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna have to be late because I had to go home to get my cell phone. Well, how are you calling me now? The PayPal. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Mm, 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 mm. So uh, you go naked without your cell phone. This is true. It's like a wallet to me. It keeps me connected to everything that matters most. Me. All of you guys. <laughs> oh, you think that's a joke? No, I was laughing about mm-hmm. See if I text you tomorrow. Yeah. Next. <laughs> you missed it. You missed it. <laughs> so apparently um, Forbes did a, another thing in which they were talking about the highest paid athletes. Who do y'all think they were? Football players. Um, no, baseball. No, that's um, Floyd Mayweather. How do you know? That's what I think. All the scoop. <laughs> Can I report something? <laughs> so it was LeBron James. Um, $72.3 million and Floyd was $400 million. Unbelievable. Damn. <laughs> Unbelievable. What, what I would do with $400 million. My God. Yeah. He has a private jet. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. He's killing it. Man. That is so something that me get paid millions of dollars to play with balls. That's 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 that is something else. Millions of dollars <laughs> <laughs> to play with balls. Wow. Damn. You just make it sound just so just <laughs> crazy. Play with balls. Yeah, well, I don't know about all that. But I'm about to go outside I and mean, fight a nigga right now. That's what they're doing. Pull it all down. That's what they're doing. They're playing with balls. Like, let's just, I mean. But it's more to that than that. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm 
mean, okay, I'm not the whole... Oh, yay team, yay sports type of girl because I, I don't know. Maybe because maybe because I'm a little biased because I've seen plenty of, because I, I do a, a Lady Rerun Entertainment does a whole lot of volunteer work with schools, and I've seen school, I've seen music programs get cut in favor of the football team getting new uniforms, which, which, which doesn't make any freaking sense to me at all. So maybe I'm a little biased when it comes so all of that, but uh, yeah, you're getting millions of dollars to to to, to play with a ball. Like, I, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's a whole other conversation. Football and basketball are gonna put asses in the seats. So nobody wanna yeah. hear little Timmy try to play the violin. Nobody wanna hear that. Shit. <laughs> real shit. I ain't gonna <laughs> lie, y'all. Oh, real shit. Oh, uh, he sounds like he's playing it. I guess. <laughs> But I mean, but that's really sad, though. That's really sad because because the the the, the little boy, I mean, because of the little ninth grade boy with the violin, who is a genius with it, is so intelligent in so many other ways, and that's what he's interested in. But but his school, but his mom has to go and fund his his violin. He, he can't even play the violin at school because his music, I mean, because his music program is being cut in favor of football. Yeah. That, that's the sad well, okay. to me. Uh, well, I got Parents spend uh, a whole lot of money on camps and special training to make sure their kids get to play. It's not like it's free. It's not like the school funds everything. Like, I know uh, a dude I grew up with, he sent his son to basketball camp every year. That costs money. To play an AAU game, that costs money. And his son is really good. The little boy getting, like, straight A's in school. So, like, he's not like he's missing out on school, but none of it's free. If you want to do anything in life and achieve excellence, somebody's going to have to come up out their pocket. Yeah. I can feel where Lady Rerun coming from, though, because, I mean, I was an athlete in school, too, a college athlete as well, varsity college athlete with a scholarship. But at the same time, my kids should have the equal opportunity to play sports or do music if they want to. And that's the school fault. It's not because of the sport. I feel like it's the school. Tell the school stop being fucking cheap. If they can fund some uniforms, they can get a fundraiser together to fund these kids that want to play the violin. You know what I'm saying? And like he said, hey, you ain't cheap. Like, you got to fly places. You got to go here. You got to go there. You know, but, hey, I don't know. I mean, they should both have an equal opportunity in my eyes. But life is not fair. That's all I'm saying. And nobody wants to pay extra taxes. That money doesn't just come out of the thin air. We all have to pay for it. So if there's something that you really want, you got to be willing to come out of pocket some way, shape, form, or fashion. I don't have my point of it is, well, is that it shouldn't be easier for a football player to be able to get what they need to get than than, 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 than a violinist or, or a celloist to get what they want to get just because it's football or whatever. Like, that's, that's my thing. That's my thing. True. But you know what, like he said, in the league, man, it's all about money, man. Them, 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 uh, them football players, they're going to put actors and people with a lot of money in them seats. And at the end of the day, that's, what, that's what's going to make America pop is them, is them uh, sports teams. I mean, somebody going to see the orchestra, there's a lot of people that got a lot of money that support that too. But at the end of the day, like I said, it's the school district because you can go to, like, Montgomery County. They got all that shit. They ain't cut nothing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They got the, the music programs, they got the sports programs and everything else. But when you go to the hood, you know what I'm saying, they don't got that shit. It's even one or the other. And that's the part that's sad, you know. And yeah. <laughs> these teachers, they need to start bringing awareness to that shit. You're right. Football players and basketball players shouldn't have more, you know, privilege than somebody that wants to play a cello or violin. But at the same time, you got to look at society. That's just what it is, you know. But if you, I, I suggest, man, if you got kids like that, you won't have to take them out that area and put them somewhere that concentrates on that more. You know what I'm saying? They really good. They they can go there and they can compete. You know, that's how you won't have to take care of that shit. I don't know. That's just my well, I don't know. 
I'm, grew up in and around D.C. I had classes where we didn't even have books and shit. They photocopied and shit. Like, so, <laughs> like, the music program is not the only thing being cut. This is a bigger issue. Like everybody wants yes. to do better, but they don't want to pay for it. Everybody's like, you should do A, B, and C, but they don't want to foot the bill. That's but it's a, a grant really big for issue. it, though. It's grant that for money, that. It's grant for it. I, but the grants and stuff, all that stuff comes from the federal government, which collects taxes. Nobody ever wants their taxes to go higher to pay for education or whatever. It's <clears> all <throat> connected. That's all I'm saying. Is that money is not free. That. It's not like the government earns money. The government collects money from us to pay for shit that they sponsor. The government makes money. Right. They can make a, they can make a lot of money to pay for these programs in certain areas that they want to put it in. That's you know what I'm saying. Like that's just an excuse to me because out here in Montgomery County, guess what? They got hella programs. They have an ice skating, a hockey rink around the corner from where my sister live at. I'm pretty sure you know nobody just said one day, okay, well let's build a hockey rink. You know what I'm saying? Nobody said one day, you know, let's just build these big gigantic schools out here. You know what I'm saying? It's like not tech that. pay for that shit too, but at the end of the day, have, the government well, can fund something. what they want to fund. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got a caller that actually has a comment, so I want to put her on to be able to say what she needs to say. Her name is um, Nicole DC Thrifty Mo. Hold on. Hello. Hello, Marlo. Hi, it's Nicole I'm DC. Here, darling. No. Well, you know. Hi. Um, as hey. a parent, I just wanted to say that, you know, it's also about sacrifice. You know, you can't expect that everything should be a handout. If you think that right. something's important for your child, then you have to make it happen. You can't expect that mm-hmm. someone else needs to make it happen. Right. No. You know, no, I, I feel like I don't hear people talk about sacrifice anymore, you know. How about yeah. getting rid of your cable TV? How about a less expensive pair of sneakers? I think that these people on this on this on the show tonight they're very selfish individuals. All they think about is themselves. You heard the young man say that he thinks marriage is a waste of time and he would never get married. So it's all of this selfishness going on. But I definitely understand what you're talking about. You know, to be real, my niece is into all kinds of stuff, I come out of my pocket to make sure she's able to do the things that she wants. So, I mean, it's just one of those things where you pay for what you want. Sometimes, man. Sometimes, man. I I can't agree with all of that. Yes, you will. But just speaking from experience, I got my shit paid for. If if you're that good, Guess what? They're going to pay for each and everything that you want to do. Believe that. When you go to different areas, there's different programs in different areas. Yes, you can pay for what you want your child to be a part of, but when you want to get into these programs, you have schools with immaculate programs. Look at Duke Ellington. You know what I'm saying? They're not cutting no music programs out there. I would take my child there. They're going to give you that at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? But you just got to know where your think, resources are at. Simple as that. But I, but I think that what people are trying to say is that it should be nationwide or it should be available to everybody across the board. And you shouldn't have to just be locked into one area to just be able to experience or get whatever you want. I mean, I do oh, live oh, here in D.C., and in D.C. we have the D.C. Youth Orchestra. How many people take advantage of that program? How many people, you know, go to their programs, which are free programs, to listen to the young people play, to show an interest? That's true. My thing is is that if the programs are not available, how do you even know that the child is interested in the first place? There are so many kids that are not even exposed to things to know if they're good at them or not. Well, is that a parent's responsibility, though? 
I mean, at what mm, point are you saying it's necessary. also the parent's responsibility to expose your I child mean, to that? To the, and and you're right. And you're right. And, I, I do agree with that. But I mean, but most, but most, 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 the most way that children express things and find out what things that they like and things they're interested in is through school. School that, that I mean, that's so, the, it's, and it's not school. there. I agree with not there. Than you. I disagree with my, you on that. I, agree with I that. disagree with you because us. here in D.C. we have lots of free programs. I mean, just on now, Monday I took my daughter to a program which was free at the National Art Museum where you could go and they were teaching you how to do a program, you know, how to do art. Like one of the artists, they started with you know, talking about the artist, reading a book about the artist, talking about how the artist did the artwork, and then letting these toddlers have the experience. She was okay, one well, of two African-Americans in that program. Why? Because other people don't take advantage. The other African-American child in that program was a parent who took the day off from work so that her daughter could be exposed. We can't expect schools to do everything. We can't. You know, True. they are with your child for eight hours of the day, and they have, on average, 24 mm-hmm. other children in that classroom. But at what point mm-hmm. is it your responsibility as a parent to expose your children to things? When, when, you, why are we always putting the responsibility on the school and the teacher? No, 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 no one's putting the responsibility. True. That's not necessarily true. What I'm saying is, is that that's how ch- that's how children first learn about things is at school, and they come home and tell their parent, "Oh, mommy, oh, mommy, I saw someone play play the violin today. Mommy, oh, mommy, I think I might want to play this. I'm interested in this." And then the parent goes like, "Oh, okay. Well, let's well, let's let's research the violin. Let's let, let's go to the music store and buy music. Let's let's go see. Let's go see a symphony. Let's go. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying most of that starts at school." Then it should start at home because you know what? The the Kennedy Center every day at six o'clock on their millennium stage they have free arts programs. Taking your child so that this they experience and see something for the first time with you, then you can see what lightens up their eyes and what they are passionate about. And not putting that expectation on someone else. But see, I understand where you're coming from with that. But at the same time, where I came from, my mother had to work. So I, I, what I did, I, I I did, I did depend on school for a lot of things. My mom had to work. So for certain people, it's not like that. But my, and that that doesn't take anything from my mom because my mom was a great mother. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, she did not have time to expose me to certain things that maybe I would have been interested in. But at the same time, I do understand where you're coming from. You cannot expect the school to raise your kid. If you want yeah. if, if you want your child to be great at something, you, you do. When does when do us as parents go that extra mile to take our kids, you know, to the extra things? You're absolutely right. But at the same time I feel like it is certain areas that do have and there's certain areas that don't have and then there's certain parents that are, you know, are very, you know, into their kids as far as, you know what, I'm going to expose my kids to this and there's certain parents that might have other things going on. So it's like, you know, it's it's, it's like a 50-50 thing for me because I know when I balled, I was very good at it. My mom and dad didn't get out there and expose me to nothing. I exposed myself to it and I got my own scholarship. So it's like it could go, I feel like it's, it's all about the, the child at the end of the day, what they want, and that how how far that parent is willing to support them too. So I agree and I disagree. I get where both all of y'all coming from. I agree with you that working parents don't always have a lot of time, and that is the whole reason why I started my blog because you know what I do have more time to research and find out which free and available. And every weekend I put out a post of all the free and cheap things that are happening for parents to take advantage of. Right. You know, and every Wednesday I do a post about 
that aren't just in the D.C. metro area every Wednesday. You know, the right. Lion King is coming up, you know, and you can't yes. say I can't afford that ticket because, you know, if you wait until an hour before and there are tickets available, they give those tickets away at half price. And right. you can even write in advance and ask for the tickets for a student rate. I mean, I do agree with you that it is hard. You know, I I have been very blessed and fortunate to have a mother that was at home and to be at home for my girls, you know. But, yeah. you know, I do believe that um, that sometimes, and I'm not saying you, I just think in general sometimes there's just too much expectation on other people yeah. doing the job of the role of the parents. That's I all. agree with you on that. I No, I agree with you on that. I do agree with you on that. And I was just talking about the programs and things like that, but I do agree with you on that because you can't expect, you know, the schools to raise your child. It starts at home. It really does. And as a parent, you do have to, you know, I'm not a parent. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. But I do have, like, 28 nieces and nephews not to put my business out there, so I feel like <laughs> I am a parent because, I have been around kids and I have, you know, you know, been there for my nieces and nephews and things like that. And I, I totally, I totally agree with you because, you know, sometimes you got to take them out and open their eyes up to different experiences so they can say, mommy or daddy, I want to do this and I want to do that. I'm interested in this and I'm interested in that. Teachers can't do everything. You know, you can't expect the world to raise your kids. I do agree with you on that. I definitely do. I do. Okay, so now I'm going to go All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, we've come down to the tail end of a show. We want to thank everybody for calling in tonight. Miss um, <clears throat> DC Thrifty Mom, did you have any closing shout-outs or anything that you wanted to say? Uh, no, I just wanted to say thanks for, you know, having me on the show. And, um, you know, it was definitely a, a very good conversation. You know, I hope a, a lot of parents were listening. So. All right. And thanks for the retweet on uh, Pulse DC. Oh, no problem, darling. No problem at all. Ah, let's see who else we got up on the chopping block tonight. Uh, Miss Lady Rerun. <laughs> well, I uh, I'm just I'm just, I'm always excited to be on on the Formula show. I I always learn something. Um, I, I have a laugh. I have I have a little bit of a cry. It's always it's always just so many different emotions that go through me when when I, when I'm on this show. So thank you so much um, for having me and for embracing me. And um, I just I, I love y'all. I just I love the show. I love the platform. I love the company. I love you. And you know is that it's all about love. <laughs> Mr. Mike Dees. I'd just like to say thank you to everybody who's on the show. And Pomolo, you ain't shit. You ain't never going to be oh. shit. You should tell my folks. <laughs> That's an inside joke. It's an inside joke, y'all. If y'all would understand. He ain't need no harm. Inside joke. It's all good. All right. Uh, let's see who else we got now. Uh, Miss Absolute. Uh, I like to shout out everybody that was on the line tonight. Uh, what's the lady's name? DC Thrifty Mom. Definitely did change my perspective on some things. So, you know, that's what's up. And um, I'm out here. All right. Uh, Mr. Two Bipolar. Yes, sir. I I enjoyed this talk today. I learned a lot. And um, it was good. So I wanted to thank everybody for calling in. And definitely a good shout-out to Miss D.C. Thrifty Mom because she definitely did change me, change my outlook on some things, too. So I'm happy. Thank you. Miss Vanilla Sky Port. <laughs> well, I want to say that I think that kids, I have to say this, I didn't get a chance to say it, I want to say that kids, <laughs> I ain't get a chance to say shit. You better get um, in there. <laughs> damn it, this is my floor. Damn it. All right. Kids should be exposed to as many things as possible, cultured, and it is a parent's responsibility. And 
I do think it's important for schools to also realize that kids need to be cultured all the way around, not just one-sided. So I think it's both. And I think if you're not getting something done somewhere, then you as a parent, it now falls on you, and you need to make sure it gets done. So if your kids want something that someone doesn't have, you do it. And shout-out to everybody on the show. Good night. All right. We want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in to the Fumerlo Show here on Blog Talk Radio, where we talked about everything yet again under the sun. Special shout-out to the numero uno. We see you. Thank you so much. Until next time, everybody, which will be on Sunday, where we do Strut Your Motherfucking Stuff Sunday. And then on next Thursday, we don't know what we're going to talk about, but that's okay. We're going to get it done yet anyway. All right, everybody, make sure you follow us on the Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Just do it. All right? Oh, yeah. And now we're on Reverb Nation. So if you got Reverb Nation, check us out. If you don't have Reverb Nation, don't check us out. That's all right. We're still getting it in anyway. All right. Holla. Hey everyone, this is Vanilla Sky with Fumerlo Entertainment. Thanks for listening. Stay connected by going to Fumerlo.com, follow us on Twitter at Fumerlo, and like us on Facebook. Tune in every Thursday night at 9 p.m. and also every first Sunday night at 8 p.m. for a poetry night. On the go? You can also find us on iTunes in the podcast section for free. Thank you for your continued support here at For Merlot. And in the words of Merlot himself, do more than dream a dream. Live it. I got to get something off my chest. I'm here and I need